Are you ready to have a conversation on disability advocacy and much more? This is the podcast for you. You are listening to Ability Now and Friends, a podcast devoted to the tip of your fingers on Spotify and heard all over the world on major podcasting platforms. Here is your host. You are listening to Ability MKE Now. Roskoff, one of the hosts of the show, and we have my wife, Sue Roskoff, co-producer, Emily Gomer. We have our guest tonight, Denise Vargas. Welcome to all of our listeners out there. Ability MKE Now was established out of disability advocacy. I was serving a half a dozen years ago as the vice chair of the Wisconsin Council on Physical Disabilities, and our friend, Marty Hagedorn, asked me one day, would you like to share disability advocacy with a radio show? Marty, I think you're on to something. I'm going to turn to our friend, Adam. Adam is somebody who has been a captain. We had happened to do stuff with other online radio. Adam ended up being interested. We went to work on it, and here we are. The Ability MK now that brings in disability advocacy looking at it through the lens of what life is like in the Milwaukee metropolitan marketplace, being residents of Milwaukee County and beyond, traveling through southeastern Wisconsin and particularly in this Milwaukee area. How are we doing on accessibility, accommodation, inclusion, and with anything we can do in the Milwaukee area, is it working well for people with disabilities in the opinion of people with disabilities? Disability advocates are out there. One of their battle cries is nothing about us without us. We want Milwaukee to work for people with disabilities. We have to have people with disabilities involved in the planning, creating the systems and the structures and the interactions, making sure that we know about people first language, that we know what disability friendly conduct is about, disability etiquette. There are many considerations that 20 years ago, I didn't know much about. We hope this is a powerful show for you as a listener because it really opened up my mind. It got my brain working in ways that it wasn't in earlier days of my life. We got Denise Vargas as our guest. And we know Denise Vargas through a wonderful community called the Happy Neighborhood Project. We are here in this episode with the sole purpose of spreading happiness to you. And we hope this tickles your eardrums because I think you're going to like Denise Vargas. She is one of the happiest people on earth that I know. With this Happy Neighborhood Project, there is a system of having co-hosts and captains run Zoom meetings. Denise does this, and she does this bringing in a tremendous professional service called Live Creatively Inc. Live from out of New York, what do you have to share with our Milwaukeeans this evening? Thank you for having me. New York is a lovely evening now, of course, beautiful evening night. I live creatively and I love helping others do the same because I have a disability. That's never stops me. And I always try and tell people we all have a birthday, but we don't have an expiration date. Live in the present, enjoy it, dream big and get those dreams into fruition. I help them get from the mindset of I can't into how can I. 
thank you for having me. I can't wait to dive into our discussion. Quick question. We are feeling pretty privileged to be on this community radio station, 29 minutes of airtime devoted to disability advocacy. And I've never in my world of experiences ever heard of airtime devoted to the disability community. And what people are hearing is content for a show from the perspective of people with disabilities and how the life of people with disabilities work. Do you by chance have thoughts that you know you've listened to radio where people with disabilities are the show? Have you ever heard of this before? This is the first that I know of. Like you said before, nothing about us without us. It is oftentimes people who are not challenged often take the role of making the world accessible and inclusive. I truly believe that people are doing it with good intention, using our community to learn more and to make sure that we get it right. Get it right the first time, you don't have to redo it. I want to bring in my wife, Sue Roscoff, come to the microphone, and you know Denise fairly well. We've seen her at the Happy Neighborhood Project. We've had other friendly calls with Denise. Sue, you want to come on in here, join the conversation, and share your experiences thus far with our friend, Denise Vargas. Good evening. Real pleasure getting to know Denise over the last several months. I love what she promotes with Live Creatively. I actually would like to ask her a little bit more about if she could tell us more about everything she does with Live Creatively. Could you fill us in on the ins and outs of this? I named my company Live Creatively because as I mentioned before, I have a disability and I've always had to think outside the box. Well, how can I do what that person is doing? They might be walking, they might be running, they might be doing whatever it is that they're doing. I just need to figure out a way to work for me. So I've done that all my life. So I'm a lifestyle strategist coach. What that means is I help you figure out what lifestyle you want. Together, we're going to strategize to make that dream come true. We're going to set goals and make sure that you have that accountability partner, that person behind you to kind of motivate you, inspire you, help you shut out the outside noise of people telling you, I can't or rather you can't, or are you out of your mind? You can't do that. Are you crazy? Just be realistic. I help them shut that noise out to help them make their big audacious dreams come true. Wonderful capacity to have. We love the idea of helping dreams come true. It's been a big driving force of my work in the disability community, disability services, looking at systems and events, one of the events that we put together with one of our co-hosts of Ability MK Now, Jory, helped us through Hope and Still create an event called Everyone In. We had a great online event a year ago. That whole idea is to get people together and resources together so that when we are engaging with the disability community, to what you said there, Denise, that's one of the inspiring thoughts that I have is it might be a little bit of like make a wish foundation type of thing where we are helping people's dreams come true in our ventures in adaptive water skiing between Sue and I, what Adam has done with it. That's been the feeling we've been given by some of our participants in our adaptive water skiing program 
They didn't say it exactly that way, but I kind of get that type of feeling that we made their dreams come true with that opportunity. And I want to bring in Emily Gallmer. Emily helps us in capacity that we call her being our executive assistant here at Ability MK now. Helps us with the technology and the technical scope, the administrative details of doing what we do. You know Denise very well, and you're hearing what she's sharing about Live Creatively and the Happy Neighborhood Project. Emily, you want to share a little bit more about our friend, Denise? We're all co-hosts in the Happy Neighborhood Project. Curtin is our captain. Denise is a captain for events of the nonprofit group, a span on group, LGBTQ, HMP ability. She comes up with all these good ideas, like our Worldwide Inclusion Network. Denise, Emily's bringing up about the Worldwide Inclusion Network. Can you share for our listeners, what is the Worldwide Inclusion Network? It's making the world all inclusive and having that network of people to tap into for resources, peer-to-peer motivation, inspiration, tips and tricks for people of all abilities. Another thing that we like to think about, who better to ask than someone who maybe has gone through that particular challenge. I say life challenge because we all have some sort of challenge, whether it's a visible disability or an invisible disability. It's a great way for people to come together worldwide and make this world all inclusive. This all got inspired through our work together on the Happy Neighborhood Project. Would you do the honors of sharing out there, what is the Happy Neighborhood Project? The Happy Neighborhood Project is such a phenomenal place that we can get together from all over the globe and network with others. And if you have a business that you can work with people overseas, it's a great place to expand your network because we all know that your net worth is based on your network. Who we meet along the way, we're either going to do business with them, even if you don't do business with them, you end up having this great friendship, this great relationship that you will build. That to me is phenomenal. And the fact that it's called Happy Neighborhood Project, it really is a happy place. And the founder, Edwin Edberry, is so happy all the time. He can't even try to be sad. Love him if you met him. Maybe one day we can have him here on this show. If you want to go to network with other like-minded, happy people, you're welcome to visit us thehappyneighborhoodproject.com. You are the captain of Happy Neighborhood Project Zoom meeting that happens every week for HMP Ability. Can you give us a little bit of background to HMP Ability, what your role is? What does the group get out of HMP Ability? HMP Ability was started with the idea that we can all come together whether you have a disability or not, in order to network with each other and be that resource that others need. And even people who are not in the disability community, what better way to find out what they need to do in their businesses to be compliant? Even if you just take out that word compliant for a moment, what do they need to do in their business to make it all inclusive so that they don't leave anybody out and they make their business a welcoming place for all. It's a great place to network with people of all abilities. 
you speak and represent your own disability in this, there's a little bit of an obvious part that you're learning about the lives of people with other disabilities and so forth. Can you speak a little bit to how getting involved in these activities centered around people with disabilities actually helps you learn about yourself and the type of things that you appreciate learning about other people with disabilities? In being with this amazing group of people, I have learned about such a wide scope of other challenges. So many invisible disabilities that I never even thought of as a disability. And it's sad to say that sometimes even people within our own community might not realize that someone does have a challenge. It's just not visible like me in my wheelchair. It's really opened my eyes and my heart a lot. Now I am more understanding. I hope I'm more compassionate towards others once I learn that they need a particular type of accommodation. It's been such an amazing experience learn about so many other challenges that people have. One way that we can respond, whether it's people with disabilities, people have other challenges, this is a great point to segue over to the work of nonprofits. And you are also the captain for the Happy Neighborhood Project Zoom meeting, networking around the idea of what nonprofits can be in our networking pursuits. Can you give a little background to how H&P Nonprofit came forward, your role as captain, and what is the group getting out of Happy Neighborhood Project Nonprofit? Every Friday, we have the worldwide events. Everybody comes together and we have over 100 people at that event. After the event, we have something called the Fireside Chat. And the Fireside Chat was for nonprofits to kind of give a little bit more time for them to speak on what they do and how they help their communities. It was Emily's idea to have HMP nonprofit. When she brought that up, she made it come to life. It's a great place for nonprofits to network together, share each other's stories of how they came to be, how they can help each other. Great opportunity for nonprofits to get together. It is indeed. Emily Gomer, take the microphone and share a little bit more about your perspective with HMP Nonprofit, HMP Ability. You're also co-host for Happy Neighborhood Project Wisconsin Zoom meeting and how all this has been involving Denise. Come on in here and tell a bit more of your story and how it ties into Happy Neighborhood Project and Denise. Onward and upward. First started with Happy Neighborhood Project. It was just kind of all about businesses. And I was like, what about nonprofits? Going nonprofits out there. I had brought it up, the idea in a staff meeting. Kurt and Anna Maria liked the idea. Anna Maria wrote the proposal to Edwin about the reason for having this group. We got Edwin to approve it, and we just started having meetings like a month or two ago, which was awesome. We've been getting a uh, good turnout. Denise is kind of filling in as captain right now for the nonprofit. I'm hoping next month she'll be captain of that meeting. I was in help kind of planning for H&B ability to, it's been great. You've been great, Emily. Denise, I will bring it back to you. 
I want to give you a chance to speak more about your relationship with Emily, Sue, and myself. And Adam listening in the background, just for some things that we do off air and behind the scenes. In terms of our group here, you want to speak more to what we've all been doing in our mutual interests? Anything else you want to share? As you mentioned, we met through Happy Neighborhood Project. We've been really great friends ever since. Every time that we meet for a meeting, we always say, oh, it's only going to be a half hour, hour max. Sometimes we end up having what other people would call a very long meeting. It just flies by because we just have that great friendship. Yeah, the three, yeah three hours flies by like that. Or four hours. <laughs> we absolutely. We do have a lot of things in the works. The Worldwide Inclusion Network is going to be a big thing. Looking forward to build on that. All of our amazing HMP events that we think of, we want to try and build on that. If anyone is interested, I invite you all to visit my website, livecreativelyinc.com. Thank you again for having me. Sue, I wanted to give you a minute here. It's real easy to find information, and it is something where there are close to 80 different groups around the globe, actually, that meet. Anyone from anywhere is welcome to join in at any time. If you go to happyneighborhoodproject.com, take a look at the networking on there. It will show you all the locations, all the times and dates of when it's available. I'm a co-host with Wisconsin, but just because I'm with Wisconsin doesn't mean I can't attend the other meetings as well. Everybody is welcome everywhere. The other night, Kurt was actually on with Australia. It was late in the evening here, but it was daytime there. So we literally are connecting with people across the world. It is an amazing group. I feel very blessed to have met all the people we have along the way with that, including Denise. She's become quite a wonderful friend in the process, and we really appreciate what she's brought uh, our direction and all the things that we've been able to do together. That's a great way to culminate what this episode has been all about the idea of working together, working very purposefully in the disability community, including people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, the deaf community, the blind community, people with physical disabilities. And I extend the conversations out to those living in chronic pain, everyone with a mental health diagnosis, all of our friends, people out there that have a goal of substance use reduction. A lot of this really intersects with social work and has a social mission with the Happy Neighborhood Project has been able to unfold in the social enterprise, things like inclusive hiring, dealing with web content, accessibility guidelines, and all of this stuff is available to be done. It's been emerging in the decades and centuries of the past. It's something where a great number of people out in the marketplace are unfamiliar with these things. And I can say that our friend, and Adam, he's taught me a lot of things that have opened my eyes about what I didn't know before having friends like Adam. But Denise, great pleasure to be on here. Always a pleasure to work with Emily and obviously with my wife, Sue. Pleased to give you another episode of Ability MK Now. I'm Kurt Roscoff. We are looking forward to knowing you're out there listening with our next episode of Ability MKE Now. Welcome to Ability MKE Now. My name is Sue Roscoff. We are so glad to welcome our guests that we have tonight. Boy, do we have a lineup for you. We've had quite the history here with 
River West Radio, and our historic captain, the Ability MKE Now Legacy and crew, joining us tonight for the first time in a little while now. He was with us last week, didn't have a chance to actually get on air with us. Tonight, I could not be happier to introduce everyone again to Adam, a good friend that goes back a long ways. We have another guest that is joining us tonight. I am going to pass the baton over to Adam. He can do his magic with introducing what the night looks like ahead. Thanks very much. It's great to be back after one year. I'm glad to be back and part of River West Radio, kind of in the background. I am still part of this show, producing in different ways in the background. Yes, I am so glad to be back with you this evening. And there's a special guest and a special reason why I'm here with you all today. It is because we have a special guest, Chad, on the show today. I believe the last time he was on was when myself, Jory, and the whole group was in studio doing these shows. It's been well over what feels like 10 years to me since we've actually heard from Chad live. Most of the time it's been via recording. We are pleased to announce that we have Chad talked about multiple times on this show before. Great to have his voice live here on, on this show. Welcome, Chad, and it's great to have you with us today. After a year off, what do you have to share with us this evening? Thank you for having me, Adam. It's a real pleasure to be back on the air. I've been listening to the previous shows, and you guys have done a wonderful job with your previous shows that you have done. Before I get too deep into things, let's bring in our other co-host today. That would be Kurt Ruskoff. How are you doing, Kurt? Oh, I'm doing great. Building off of what Adam says with this show and having you on the show, this is 20-some minutes of bliss right here. We're getting a Chad binge on right now. We can reminisce. We can anticipate the future. And we have friends out there that say, don't let the past or the future rob us of the present. Savor every minute of this, Chad. So thank you for being here. It's my absolute honor to be on with you this evening. For those who have not met Chad yet, can you give us a little more background on who you are, some of the things you've done? You've done a lot of public speaking, forefront of one thing that's very near and dear to our hearts with the Adaptive Water Skiing Program, its expansion across the state of Wisconsin and beyond. I mean, you want to just touch on some of those highlights for you, everybody a little better idea of who Chad is. I've been part of the Pewaukee Lake Water Ski Club in the past with our adaptive water ski program, doing adaptive water ski demos for the shows on Thursday evening at Lakefront Park in Pewaukee with the help of Kurt, some other friends and ski clubs throughout the state of Wisconsin. We've led the charge to make adaptive water skiing more accessible and available to people with disabilities in participating ski clubs around the state of Wisconsin. Would not be without the help of Kurt, Sue, and everybody else. We've came a long way in that regard. I'm confident in 2022 that we'll continue to grow. And as far as my motivational speaking I've done, I've spoken all over the country in the state of Wisconsin about what it is growing up to have a disability, 
challenges presents more over how I have overcame them and I've persevered to live up in my own assisted living apartment for 18 years now. For those of you that don't know, I have cerebral palsy and I'm a power wheelchair user. I don't allow my disability to get in my way of anything. So you've done a lot of traveling over time here with the motivational speaking that you've done. What kind of topics have you been in front of your audience with? What has been your favorites? Speaking about my own challenges for everybody to unlock their own potential. I've spoken at several national disability related conferences like in Washington, D.C., Nashville, Tennessee, Chicago, Illinois, just to name a few. And then in Wisconsin, I've spoken at the Self-Determination Conference. I've spoken at numerous conferences in the state of Wisconsin. That was in honor of my mother, who was the executive co-director of Wisconsin Facets. And they're still doing good stuff to this day. For those who are not familiar with Facets, can you tell us a little bit more about what Wisconsin Facets is? They're a nonprofit organization in the state of Wisconsin that assists people with disabilities and adults around educational issues, special ed issues, IEP issues, and their services are all free of charge. If they would like more information, they can go to www.wifacets.org. Excellent. How many years has that been going now? It's been a lot. It's been going for quite a long time because it started when I was very young with my mom's partner, Jan Zirak. Her son started the agency when we were very young. So it's been going for 20 plus years, if not more. Nice. For an organization to be around this long, that's huge. The number of people that have been helped, I'm sure, are countless. Is there an office in Milwaukee? Is that correct? Yes, there are offices are in Milwaukee on Virginia Street. Their main office is closed due to COVID-19 right now. They're assisting families virtually and be able to telephone and over email where you can still reach them and get the assistance that you need. Awesome. I've got a couple more questions for Chad yet. Adam, Kurt, do you guys have anything that you wanted to hear? Chad, I wanted to see if you wanted to take a moment to bring out a little bit more of the characteristic between you and Adam. Adam is a wonderful friend of mine and I hope he would say the same about me. I met Adam at the Youth Leadership Summit a couple summers ago, put on my Wisconsin facets. My journey with Adam has been wonderful. I'd like to hear Adam's perspective on what he thinks about the friendship with me, because it can't always be a one-way street. The friendship has been outstanding. We haven't seen each other for what feels like almost 10 years. To me, it almost feels like 10 years. We've been stuck in our houses for almost over a year, over Zoom. Through that time, it, it's almost like you kind of fell off the face of the earth. Just hearing your voice is a great pleasure. You and I have a lot to catch up on. We can't get through it here because of, of time restraints. I cannot wait to see each other in person again. Thank you so much, Adam.
Chad, I'm going to pass it back to you. Well, thank you for that, Adam, and I can't wait to see you in person. COVID kind of makes things a little different meeting in person these days. We'll get through COVID. Things will come back to normal, hopefully sooner rather than later. That's been my friendship with Adam, and I think it's been great, and I'm looking forward to many more great years coming down the road. Okay, so now I got to ask both you guys. Favorite memory? My favorite memory of Adam was at the Youth Leadership Summit a couple summers ago. Seeing him grow into a mature adult, learning all about adulthood is very exciting to see. I don't know if that was exciting for you, Adam. One of the most fondest memories that I will always cherish with you is having a relationship with Fox 6 News. You got me into the TV venue closer than I'd ever imagined. Our relationship with Tom Pippins before he retired, every time I watch Fox 6, I think of you. Kurt and Sue, all three of you have had a very personal relationship with Fox 6. I don't really watch Fox 6 very often. I scroll through Fox 6 News every once in a while. Every time I scroll across that channel, I see, for example, Ted Perry. Every time I see him, I think of you. You are the one that inspired Tom Pippins to do a story on My Team Triumph. And that helped My Team Triumph gain more exposure. The executive director was ecstatic. The more exposure that they can get, the better. Our relationship through you, Chad, with Fox 6 gave us the opportunity to do that. I've had multiple stories done on me, not only with my team Triumph, but also with adaptive water skiing. That is something that I will always cherish for years to come as a friendship with Chad. Awesome. Adam, you want to talk a little bit more about my team Triumph and what is that? What Those who are not familiar, can you give us a little more information on what is this? Their mission is to carry challenged athletes, team them up with able-bodied individuals, and carry them through endurance events. What's been your favorite event that you've done with them? My favorite event with them, the Door County Half Ironman. I've kind of cut back on it just because I've had other things going on in my life. Through thick and thin, if I'm asked to cover for a captain, depending on what the race is will determine that I can become a fill-in. I'm always willing to become a fill-in for a captain if a team doesn't have. But my family and I used to do my team triumph. We don't do that anymore due to the fact our lives change. Everybody has different time restraints now. With everything going on, we just don't have time to do it full-time anymore. That's just a brief backstory of what my team triumph is. Maybe that's something we can put a pin in and come back to for a future episode that we can dive a little deeper into that and hear more stories. If you have any other friends or racers and wanted to join the conversation, maybe we can make that happen in the near future too. What we could do is get the executive director on here, do the exposure. They've had a lot of virtual events. Because things are opening up with COVID, I'm excited to know what their plans are for the upcoming year next year, since COVID is easing up. Chad, let's bring you back in here too. 
Thinking back to some favorite memories. I know one of my favorite memories with you was watching you on a flyboard. Do you remember uh, that? Yes. Quite a moment. Heard... So. When you're talking about <laughs> athletic events and all, that's one that always stands out in my mind. Chad, you want to talk a little bit about that event? Sure. I thoroughly enjoyed that experience. And that was through our friend Jeremy Armstrong, formerly of the Tommy Barlow Water Ski Show that is no longer in service, unfortunately. Great attraction at the Wisconsin Dolls. I thoroughly enjoyed the experience to go up on the flyboard on Jeremy's back into experience weightlessness. What it feels like to fly. And it was just an awesome moment. I will cherish that moment for a long time. And I know that those who know me and love me will do the same. That was quite a good moment. For those that don't know what a flyboard is, it's hooked up to a jet ski. Power with that jet ski pushing water through this foot plate that Jeremy wore. Yep. That that water flowing through there has enough power Mm -hmm. to actually lift him up like he's flying. I know (laughs) you were actually like piggyback on him that you were in tandem up in the air on this flyboard. It was... That was a sight to see. That was amazing. What a great event that was. Yeah. They did a story about it on Fox 6 News. Just seeing it was unbelievable. That was a magnificent sight to see. Who was it that did the story? Was that Tom? Yeah, that was Tom Pippins that did the story. One as well. We do have quite a few memories with him, don't we? He's a magnificent man, and he was a magnificent sportscaster in the city of Milwaukee. Honored to call him a friend of mine as well. It's uh, been my pleasure listening to the reminiscing and the examples and the storytelling. Always good to be telling stories here at Ability MK now. Just want to remind our listening audience out there that these archives are always available out there at riverwestradio.com. Going over to the shows and selecting our Ability MK now, when you make it to that page, you can see over 100 episodes of this Ability MK now. Big shout out there to friends helped us make it possible jory uh, we missed them in here so we'll have to see if the time of the year provides a chance to bring them back on for old time's sake as we might say we are very much excited to always come out here and give these examples about how around the milwaukee area and the milwaukee market that things happen where people with disabilities can be involved in everything that the milwaukee metropolitan market has to offer whether it's tourism, out in faith communities, out in the hospitality sector and travel. Lots to say for it. We'll resume this next week. Hi, everyone. We are very excited about the new radio station we have launched. To begin, we would like to thank our sponsor, Onward and Upward, and Prosperity Pathways. First order of business, I would like to give you the backstory of how my radio career began. It all began in 2009 with a website called logtalkradio.com. I was introduced to that website with a gentleman by the name of Kurt Roscoff. You will be hearing later on in our programming schedule. That is where we started recording audio and producing shows for the community. When I first started with Blog Talk Radio, I never knew that I would have a passion for radio as I do now. 
it has allowed me to open up to the community a lot more. Beforehand, I was this quiet person, closed off from everything around me. I have a deep voice and a passion for sports. It's going to get more exciting as we go on. I asked myself this question. What was the first topic I ever covered on radio? Before I even started advocating for those with disabilities, I've always and still to this day have a huge passion for sports. Before we go any further, I would like to mention that we have team members around the world that will be part of this radio station via recorded track. I am a huge Milwaukee Brewers baseball fan. You will hear Milwaukee Brewers sports updates, scores, stats, and more. It is time for an update with game shows. I am very pleased as far as game shows are concerned because I just finished watching one prior to coming on air. You'll hear more of why I bring that up in a little bit. As most of you probably may not know since we are this brand new platform, but I've been a huge Jeopardy fan since Alex Trebek announced his diagnosis with stage 4 pancreatic cancer back in 2019. I have been watching that show ever since he announced it. I have some major thoughts on that. When Alex Trebek first announced that he was diagnosed with cancer, but I believe it was November of 2019, I always looked up to him as an inspiring person because he was very knowledgeable on every clue he read. He knew how to pronounce words that I felt were extremely difficult to pronounce. Since his passing, there have been a majority of guest hosts that have temporarily taken over the job until they find a permanent replacement host to fill his shoes. Those of you who have previously watched Jeopardy in the past, you know how hard Alex Trebek's shoes are to fill. There has been a lot of controversy. What are they going to do in order to replace Alex Trebek? Been all over the news. I was writing notes down for this live broadcast watching the Jeopardy journey. No one will ever be able to replace the late, great Alex Trebek. I've tried to do this broadcast multiple times. Toward the end, I will be announcing what will be coming up here. This is my very first broadcast. Please bear with me as I'm still trying to learn how to broadcast here at radio.co. I really appreciate your patience. A lot of the pauses that you're hearing will be actually editing out. People will be listening live once we get the players out. We'll have the live players distributed on social media platforms, different websites. I've been testing the shows out. I've been back and forth doing some adjustments. There is a certain song that I am not going to continue to rotate out. I've done this multiple times after three or four times trying to attempt this broadcast. And I feel that I'm there. Coincidentally, it is a Christmas tune. However, I feel that it is soft enough. It got a perfect fade time from it. That is perfect for the station when nothing else is playing. Of course, tracks that have already aired months, I'll be rotating those out, putting them default. I'm learning how to run a, a radio station. Please bear with me. I've done online radio 
with a gentleman by the name of Kurt Roscoff. I'm very familiar with it. I will tell you, it takes me time to learn different software. When I do live shows through Radio.co, it's going to sound like I am stuttering. For those of you who are listening to us live through a website or social media platform, just know that the broadcast is currently going on live. Once it's completed, most likely the day after it airs, clean it up for you guys. does not seem like I am repeating myself too often. He is extremely difficult to replace, as they've been saying, over the past year and a half. I have been watching every single guest host that have come through. There are my favorites. There are my not-so-favorite guest hosts. The most memorable guest host that comes to mind is Jeopardy's all-time favorite, Ken Jennings, who, as we all know, had a huge 74-game winning streak, which equaled well over the $2 million mark. That was remarkable to watch. Then, a few years later, we had the unbelievable James Holzhauer with a 32-game winning streak. Unfortunately, I do not remember his total winnings at the end of his streak. Matt, who I honestly cannot remember his total winnings. How can people come up with these huge wagers? It's almost like when I'm watching it, I can read his mind. He's doing math in his head. Ken Jennings, during his 74-game winning streak, did the same exact thing. On game shows like that, it's just so remarkable to watch. It's like they have a computer in their head. I honestly cannot be a person like that. Knowing that we have this new platform, very excited to watch that. Contestants like that are doing math in their heads. Okay, are they looking at a computer in their head? And I could sit here and talk about it all day long. We don't have time for that. I'm really hoping that whoever permanently replaces Alex Trebek is almost identical to him. Some guest hosts have the personality to do Jeopardy, and some guest hosts don't have the personality to host Jeopardy. I will tell you that Aaron Rodgers guest hosted it. I think he did pretty well. He was talking about partially doing it during the football offseason. Didn't pan out. They're back to the drawing board because the former executive producer voluntarily dropped out. There were certain speculations going on. Now they're back to the drawing board. We're at season 36. So far, so good. So that's why I question, is there a computer in some of these contestants' heads? I love watching people like that because I always wonder how the heck can guys like this come up with numbers like this? It is amazing. We need to do a friendly reminder. Our station, Ability Onward, is sponsored by our good friends at Onward and Upward and Prosperity Pathways. We do thank them for their sponsorship. Before we go, here's the latest sports update. The Green Bay Packers are currently going into Week 5 with a current record of 3 wins, 1 loss. Yes, it looks like Aaron Rodgers has picked up pace. We're five weeks into the season. I think the defense of the Green Bay Packers still has a little bit of work to do. Just please hear me out. Five weeks into the NFL season, 
and our defense still has got work to do, that just does not fit right with me. It doesn't sit right. Come on. If we go into week the way we acted on defense in week four, I honestly do not know how I'm going to feel. For me now, it's unacceptable. I know that we can get better. And my next point is, who do you blame for all these defensive woes? There's multiple people that I could blame. The first person I'm going to blame is the defensive coordinator. Excuse me? Where again did this guy come from? The defensive guys have got injuries? How the heck do you expect to get through the season if you don't teach these guys a lesson? Please forgive my tone. I'm just using this platform right now to just get what I need to say out. We've got about five minutes left. I'm just telling you how I feel and how I believe things should improve as the season goes on. Usually, the games are about 16 weeks. This year, they added an extra week. Not only are we dealing with a 16-week, we're also dealing with a 17-week season this year. 17 weeks I don't think is bad. It just wasn't something I was expecting this year. You do have your work cut out for you. It's not only our defense, also the referee officials. The referee officials need to pick up their slack. Some of the calls these first few games this season have been a little off. Need to work on a couple things. I don't expect you to fall asleep. I expect you to win. We can't control the injuries. I know our team is better than that. We've had multiple calls not go our way for the first four weeks of the season. In the past, our seasons have come down to the wire thanks to the officials. That is absolutely unacceptable to me. We've got the Milwaukee Bucks up this year, who, by the way, just came off of a championship last year. Going into a regular scheduled season this year, I expect their season to be the same. We're about out of time. Scheduling of show playlists are in the works. I want to thank everyone for joining me. We are sponsored by Onward and Upward and Prosperity Pathways. Like to thank them for their sponsorship. Have a great night, everyone. From all of us at Ability Now and Friends, we hope you enjoyed the following episode. To hear past episodes of our program, download the Anchor app and search for Ability Now and Friends. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, where you can take the show on the road at the tip of your fingers whenever you want. We have more exciting content coming your way in the next couple of weeks and months. Take care of yourself and stay healthy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.